pussy poos. Well, I gotta read, and I'm blind as a motherfucker, so... Me too. All those but blind I, motherfuckers. I'm a blind motherfucker who still hasn't made time to go to the yeah, optometrist. And s- still drives in LA, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm loving our tops. I didn't realize until you mentioned it that they kind of are like in the same family of like mystical uh-huh. creatures. I feel like I bought this shirt kind of as a joke, but it's legitimately one of my favorite shirts. I love that. It's a beautiful wolf uh-huh. that Tammy's wearing on her shirt. It's a giant wolf. It's just a giant wolf and it's uh-huh. so pretty. Thank you. And the colors are so pretty. Yeah, I like it a lot. I layer with it. You layer with it? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll put like like a like a nice blazer over it mm. and then it's then it's you know, a wolf in the office place. And Amy's got her Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo sweatshirt on today. I do. And it's lovely. It's got all these skulls. It's pretty cool. And also very comfortable. I love it. Look at that. Can you tell that she's looking at it? (laughs) I'm just now noticing all the stuff on it. Uh Uh-huh. But Oh, it's got the address on it. 239 Bourbon Street. The only reason to go to Bourbon Street is garbage. You mean 239 Bourbon Street? Because this is... Banshees and booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. And today's literally a we shot, you guys. We're going to need some courage to shoot this. I tried to make a margarita. It but didn't work. We tried to make a margarita with only mostly ingredients we already had. Okay, yeah. It's gotten down to the wire. Um, we're, we, we're doing really good on actual liquor, but yeah. we need, it's the mixers, Yeah, you know, yeah. that I'm like every morning that we record, I'm like, fuck, I don't even have like orange juice yeah. anymore, you know? Yeah. So we tried <laughs> to make a margarita, um, we- by using just tequila, mm-hmm. a little bit of bottled lime juice and mm-hmm. agave. Yep. Where did we go wrong? Because this is a shot of tequila with a lime chaser. That's what I'm. That's what I'm tasting. But like, I don't want to add any more of that lime juice because that was so bad. It's not good. I mean, maybe we're just doing it wrong. No. Here's whoa. There's music oh, happening outside. Musical improv rehearsal oh, out there. Great. Perfect. Um, oh my god, it's like my nightmare the other day. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, that there's a band that came and played. Holy shit, your nightmares are coming guys. true. Oh great. Oh, Just what I wanted. Perfect. Not to dream. Oh but my nightmare. That's all I ever have. Anyway. Oh, may all our may all your nightmares come true, and, my darling. Uh, because our theme this week. Is we are stepping outside the box. I'm very excited. Here's the thing. I was like, look, we're calling this a paranormal podcast. We say it every week. We don't call it a ghost podcast. We sure don't. We call it paranormal. Well, I was wondering, Mm -hmm. do UFOs fall into that category? They absolutely do. They do. And shit got weird researching this. Like, I... I really never really thought twice about UFOs. Mm-hmm. I believe that there's life in outer space. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I get. Yeah. But researching it, I was like, oh, I went, this is weird. Yeah. I went broader. <laughs> I went with aliens in general. Awesome. and But I did get a little specific for my personal alien taste. So um, Amy came up with these great – this great drink. The great named drink. Okay. It has two names. It has two names. Take me to your bartender, which means it can be fucking anything. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was like, great, great. It could be anything. What do we have lying around? Uh-huh. Uh, so we made the Mars Garita. <laughs> I'm so happy. Once more. That was at the Mars I'm title. happy. This is the last time I'm going to be happy because now I'm going to drink it. Oh, it's going to remind you <laughs> of college. Oh, Cheers. College. And also adulthood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He just chucked Trevor. it. You're, that's the only way to do it. Because it's a shot. It's a triple shot. Oh. Okay. So you know what I'm going to do? Toss it. No. Okay. What? Who what? am I? <laughs> do you not know me? 
<laughs> I'm going to do my research and then I'm going to shoot it at the end. Okay. And or I'm going to let the ice s- melt to water it down. Right. Because I'm going first, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're going first. As the piano back uh-huh. in the next room, like, starts being a jolly old tune. <laughs> this uh, reminds me of just regret mm-hmm. and bad, bad. Yeah bad feelings Ugh. inside of me mm-hmm. and, and it, it's it's also sweet it's also it's very sweet. sweet it's too sweet it reminds me oh of like a terrible fucking margarita oh good we did that oh my gosh you know what on mars i bet this is great like with the gravity difference you know what you're right and that's why <laughs> i made it this way because i wanted us to like really know what it would be like to drink a, mar- a, a margarita a mars- on mars carita uh-huh. what with mars ain't the kind of place <laughs> to drink your drinks um, uh, that was rocket man everybody it was. thank you i was very impressed i'm gonna find you're gonna get hired song. for that musical improv team back there <laughs> and a one and a two and i think um, it's gonna be a long long time they're like why do you just keep we make it up you're not just supposed to sing a real song song no guys i am totally making this up watch i'll change one word Uh tequila man (laughs) barfing in my toilet after this record (laughs) it's funny because it's so true it's so true i feel terrible already Um, i think i'm already hungover this is great oh boy i'm proud i'm kids don't do this don't 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 try this never drink you know what it's the right drink when you're talking about fucking aliens and shit because this is weird because shit is weird shit is weird and i'm convinced i'm being flagged by the by the government now because of my research i knew exactly what i wanted to do when we were talking about aliens um because my dad loves aliens oh my god and uh he super believes in ufos super believes in aliens and um he read this whole series of books and like they're you know they're fiction or are they uh and it's basically about uh how aliens came to earth in the time of the ancient egyptians and like gave them the technology to like build the pyramids and shit and like basically jump-started our 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 civilization. I'm dying to know more about that theory because there's a show called oh, Ancient thank, Aliens. Oh, thank God. <gasps> yes. She says turning her iPad to Amy oh my God, where so the excited. title is Ancient Aliens. I've always wanted – so I actually didn't even know if Ancient Aliens was even about that or mm-hmm. that was just the clever title. Well – I'm so pumped. So I actually found a website that is not associated with the History Channel uh, show oh, Ancient great. Aliens, but um, it is called Ancient Aliens. Okay. Um, and here's the about page. This website is meant to act as a journal of historical facts and physical evidence that point to the inescapable truth that we are not alone in the universe. The physical evidence presented and eyewitness accounts recorded in historical documents point to the fact that we have been visited by extraterrestrial aliens. These ancient aliens have taken an active role in shaping the course of humanity's physical, spiritual, social and technological evolution these ancient aliens were not little green men but rather highly intelligent beings that intended to give us knowledge needed to evolve along a higher path of enlightenment where did we go wrong am i right oh girl (laughs) parade um it goes on for a while and then the final line is it's time to know the truth i want to know the truth thank god because i'm here to tell you about it so i found this and i wanted to do a bunch of research on like egyptian aliens and everything so there were some things but turns out i was a noob (laughs) egyptian aliens are for like loser suckers who are not in on this conspiracy that is oh girl thank god you told me yeah uh, what we really need to talk about is the – oh, fuck. You know how you say things in your head? <laughs> Try again. We can edit. An- Anunnaki. Mm. Anunnaki, I've decided. It's A-N-N-U-N-A-K-I. Look. Anunnaki. If Anunnaki wants to come down from their planet and okay, correct great. us on the pronunciation, mm-hmm. they can. But in the meantime, it's Anunnaki. Anunnaki, the gods of Sumeria. Okay. Okay. So the Anunnaki uh, gods were numerous. According to Sumerian text, they numbered 600 in population. Okay. It was written that 300 were given reign over the heavens and 300 were sent down to reign over earth. Now, the term God is widely a widely accepted translation of the Sumerian word used to describe the ruling authority or royal bloodline of these beings. This is an important detail to keep in mind as these writings are explored, because our contemporary use of the word God often brings religious dogmas and secular divisions, blah, blah, blah. so the okay. So the important thing about this is I'm gonna I'm reading it, but then I'm gonna 
say what it means. Okay. So basically, the idea here is that, you know, Sumerians didn't write in English, so they didn't write like these are our gods. It's our translation of one of those words into God seems right, but it was also that same word used to describe like the leadership. So it could also be like king. Oh, okay. But, you know, or like ruling power, but like they were, they were actual beings. Like they weren't gods, like the, you know, the Roman gods, you know. Okay. They, they were like in their city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like they were walking around like, like with the rest of the, the citizens. The, Anunya, as they are also called, uh, were flesh and blood beings that ate food, drank water and wine, exhibited emotions, organized themselves into a hierarchy, prayed, meditated, sang, loved, procreated, fought, and died. Aliens drink wine? I mean... Fuck, I should have... I made the wrong drink. Right? (laughs) Whenever Sumerian text mentions an Anuna god, they are often referred to as lord, signifying their authority. Their powers, knowledge, and technological creations are often described as holy and divine. However, we should keep in mind these words are chosen by modern-day translators. Okay, so... Okay, so basically, like, the, the reason this is, like... The reason people consider this to be proof is, first of all, there's all these drawings of, like, different people. Um, Like, there's the Sumerians who are just like, hey, we're Sumerians. But then there were the the gods, these Anunya or whatever, or Anunakai, um, and they had, like, differently shaped heads. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. So, like, they – and – it seems like pretty much all of these texts, you know, they wrote about them, that they kind of just, like, showed up one day and were like, cool, we rule you. <laughs> like, yeah. And so Sumerians and Egyptians and Mayans, like, lots of these ancient cultures have, um, you know, uh, historical documents talking about how, like, literally one day some people showed up. In the Egyptians, they literally say they came out of the sky in eggs. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then they kind of, like, were in charge. (laughs) And, you know, stuff like the pyramids. No one knows how the pyramids really got made. And, I mean, come on. Yeah. You couldn't do that by hand, And the Mayans have, you know, pyramids, too. Right, yeah. And uh, they also have uh, lots of, you know, the way things are set up, the way um, they, you know, fall on, like, a fault line. It's almost like, like, ancient Mm -hmm. people didn't have the scope to do that. It would take something like aerial view to be able to make that kind of stuff so this website this ancient aliens website this is kind of like the basis of they're pretty like this is like proof that you know out of nowhere all of a sudden we weren't monkeys anymore you know Mm -hmm. we were able to like build these huge palaces and and do math right like we were now intelligent beings know about the stars and you know all those cultures too have an absolute obsession with the night sky and with stars and astrology and everything. And, like, yes. it makes total sense. Oh, my gosh. This is so mind-blowing right? and Isn't exciting. fascinating? It's fascinating. I've, it's given me something completely new to think about, but mm-hmm. which I love that. I love this. So, um, okay, so that's kind of, like, the basis. And then I wanted to share... <laughs> I wanted to share this one other um, thing, which is just the best. Um... There's a whole section called Aliens in Art where they'll show you, like, ancient art and be like, and is that a fucking alien right there? Really? I love that because I'm like, I was a really (laughs) bad drawer when I was little. So, like, I would like to think that a thousand years from now people are going to be like, oh, my God. Did cat people walk amongst us or did she just not know how to draw cat legs? I think it's I both. Love this. So, are there like classic pieces of art that people Some, are thinking about? This is the one that I wanted to tell you about the most because it comes with that when this happened, it literally got written up in the fucking newspaper of the day um, in Nuremberg. Heard of it? <laughs> this mm. was. Oh, no. Nuremberg? Yeah. Where is that? Okay. It's, uh, it's the Nuremberg trials. Have you heard of that? That's where mm. we killed Nazis <gasps> at the end. Pretend I knew that. We were like, peace out, Nazis. We're going to hang you. Really? Uh, Yeah, we did that. Fuck yeah. (laughs) You're like, I'm not sure about this, but I think so. Good for us. Yes. Yes. Are there movies on that? There must be. 
The Nuremberg trials. Yeah, I don't think we really talk about it all that much. But it's like where people got charged with war crimes. And yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. There was so, like a Kate Winslet movie where she was like being charged with I was with war. just about the to reader. say The Reader yeah. is okay. the one. That's the one I thought of. So where I did Kate, know about this. Kate Winslet famously wears a merkin in that. <laughs> What's a merkin? Uh, it's a pussy wig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a proper name for it. Uh-huh. They used to use them um, t- so you weren't actually showing pussy and oh, stuff. Interesting. But she had to use it because, you know, back in, nobody was like shaving or waxing back right. in the day. Yeah. And she was like, I tried to grow out my bush and I couldn't. I've waxed for so long. <laughs> Plus, like, you'd spend all that time and money waxing and then yeah. it's like, now I got to let it all go again. I mean, it's not going to grow back the same. You're never That's right not, for Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> What a job, though. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I got to get to set at 6 a.m. and uh, glue the Merkin onto Kate Winslet. Do you install your own Merkin or does somebody do that for you? I think someone does it for you. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. That's good to know. That's just my guess. How long did I have this uh, crumb on my mouth? I have no idea because I don't see it. Cool. I remember <laughs> the last time I ate, so probably since then. <laughs> I didn't see a crumb on okay, your good. mouth. <laughs> would have told you. I know you would have. That's the only reason I was worried. Where um, was it? On your lip? Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I probably blunt right in with your lip then. There you go. Um, still tastes good. I um, was going to say, just a little, little mid-morning snack. snack for you. Uh, okay. So, Aliens and Art. The Battle of Nuremberg. Okay. At dawn on April 4th, 15... 15- I am not into that. What the hell? I'm not into that. That actually made my heart race really quickly. Yeah. I didn't like it at Where all. Where is that coming from? I think next door. Okay, I don't like that. What the fuck? I we can't. Have, I don't have, know like, if anyone else construction in the big vacant room uh-huh. next to us, and then we have a, some kind of musical mm-hmm. improv rehearsal going on behind us. There's so it much is happening. All designed to scare the shit out of us. us. Yeah. yeah, because when I listen back to our our episodes, you don't hear. You any usually of it. can't hear. So it. we probably just sound fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least we sound crazy together. Yeah. Shared neuroses. Folly a deux. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh huh. Um, okay, so the okay. 1500s? 1561. The residents of Nuremberg saw what was described as an aerial battle of strange flying objects that flew with vapor trails and wielding spears at each other. Oh. This battle was followed by the appearance of a large black triangular object that crashed outside the city. According to many eyewitnesses in the city, there were hundreds of spheres, cylinders, and crosses engaged in the battle. A broadsheet printed on April 14, 1561, describes the events. The broadsheet, which is like a newspaper of 1561, mm-hmm. tells the story of the event and features an illustrated woodcut, the events described as described by eyewitnesses. Hans Glaser was the artist who created the woodcut, uh, which I've seen it. And it literally looks like a medieval drawing of like a bunch of shit in the sky shooting at each other. I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, the broadsheet describes the battle of objects in various shapes. Um, there were high-speed flying crosses, globes, cigar-shaped tubes that opened up to release other round objects that then darted around the sky, two crescent-shaped objects, and later an enormous black triangle spear-shaped craft. The people of 16th century Nuremberg had no technological reference to draw upon in their attempt to understand what they were seeing. Mechanical flight had not yet been invented. Yeah, duh. Uh, So the jet propulsion systems and high-powered weapons being witnessed could only be described uh, by them in primitive terms, drawing on the knowledge of what these things looked like. The deeply religious people of Nuremberg, Germany, assumed they were witnessing a divine conflict of angels and demons since mankind had no way of maneuvering in the realm of the skies or heavens. Wow. Um, the round objects described were likely the same kind of round UFO crafts that have been sighted and documented for hundreds of years. The large black triangle is likely a larger mothership type of craft that was reported to have been shot down and crashed, possibly like our very own stealth bomber. And the crosses were likely crafts similar in design to what we now call fighter jets. Because, like, if you look at it, it does look like if you were, like... You had no idea. You'd never seen it before. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to describe everything as crosses if you're living in Nuremberg, Germany in 1561. Like, right, right. Look, it's a sheep or it's a cross. Those are the only (laughs) things I ever see in my life. 
Um, but yeah, I'll show you. The, I'll show you the picture. We'll post it. Um, that is fascinating because as you were going, you wind up saying it. But I was thinking, like, well, they had nothing to draw upon, like, but their imagination. And I doubt that they would be like, you know, it would be so funny yeah. if we just made some art. Also, they didn't know that back then their art would last until like, yeah, of course. you know, for well, like it was like a newspaper, a thousand more years. Yeah, it was like know. literally somebody was like, you guys, shit went down, and so you know, like. Anyone that acknowledged it, they they were like the church was like, oh yeah, some there was a big fight in heaven, right? And everyone's like, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool, great. Because like, what else are you gonna think? That is crazy. Because yeah, modern day flight had not been invented. Were these kind of almost the blueprints and the inspiration for like modern day flight though, like fighter jets and <gasps> oh stuff? Oh my gosh! To be like, okay, what do we know about mm-hmm. UFOs and aliens, yeah. like, and their aircraft, and how do they get it to fly, and how? Do they get UFOs to fly? It's not gas-powered. Magic. Magic. Aliens are magic. We could learn a lot from them. This is so fun. Isn't that great? I love this. That was like one of my favorite things. It very much reminded me of like a Doctor Who episode or something. Like like how, how would the like, you know, the primitives, you know, look at this and, and yeah. be like, here's what's going on. Oh my gosh, this is so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. You can't. Just like I feel with ghosts, like you kind of can't deny that. You know, they were not out to try to trick people back Mm -hmm. then in the 1500s. Like I'm just going to invent that there was this fight with these aircrafts in the sky and just like hope that it lasts for 500 years and tricks people thinking there's aliens. And it doesn't like truly like when you see it, you're like, that's a lot of ships in the sky. Like it's not like one or two. Like what is that? Right? Could it be a bird? And I'm confused. No, it's like a ton. <gasps> this is so cool. I know. I want to know what happened to the one that crashed, though. I'm like, mm. did y'all go get it? Ooh. Did you touch it? <sighs> did it just come and like start living amongst everybody? Oh and my then gosh. like, and and then they all got cursed, and that's why they ended up having, having the trials there. <laughs> that's exactly know. why we used alien technology to murder Nazis. The Nazis. Which, by the way, that's also a show on History Channel. Um, Hitler was obsessed with aliens. He was. Yeah. So they like they did like research into UFOs and stuff like that. You're kidding! I yep. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they wow! Yep. History Channel just unearthing some deep it's truths. Really helping us. Okay, All and right. I promised, and now I'm gonna do it. And I can't do it. You don't have to. Do I it. gotta be I honest. Don't recommend I can't it. do it. It's making me feel terrible about myself. To ancient aliens. To ancient aliens, and knock yourself out, girl. Oh, she's doing it. She's chugging the most disgusting. <laughs> Trevor's so proud of you. Trevor is Ugh. so proud of you. The chills. Oh, the chills. Your skin. Ugh. You have like no hair on your arms. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. <laughs> um, it's so bad. You know what this tastes like when we went out for my bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. And I, we went to um, the, drag the, the drag show and I was like, I'll have a skinny margarita. Oh, yeah. Oh, this God. is what it tasted like. Oh. And I actually – and I've never done this because I – I worked in the restaurant industry for so long, but it was so bad. I was like, I have to return this. Yeah. I can't drink this. Because I was like, oh, because that was the day. Cause it was also the Longhorns game that it was the Red River rivalry. Yeah, you had been drinking. I had been drinking since like 9 a.m. From like 9 a.m. I was drunk and I was like, I'll just drink it. And then I was like, glug. <laughs> you know it's bad when you're already had, drunk and it's bad. Yeah, and I had been drinking champagne oh. and oh. beer oh. and we did those weird glow-in-the-dark shots. Glow-in-the-dark shots. Oh, and so gross. I took a shot on the stage. Oh, and... that's right. Oh, that was gross. Oh, well, like, you know what? It was a fun night. It was. My hair looked great. Your hair looked so good. My hair did not look so good, but we all had a you great time. You looked good in general. Generally, I was just so happy. Yeah, it was good times. Um, it's good times. Okay, good times, bad drinks. That's the <laughs> title of my biography. <laughs> <laughs> or or kind of the subtitle of this podcast because yeah. we always have fun, but we really make shitty drinks. We really do. We were on a good streak for a while. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back, baby. Back to our roots. <laughs> um, that was amazing. That was genuinely fascinating. I'm not going to lie to you. I might go back to this website and read more. I mean, I think I want to start watching Ancient Aliens. Yeah. This is so cool. Yeah. So um, uh, th- it's so different from what I did, which I'm happy about. Um. But also, there's a little fact. Here's a little. Here's a little fact for you. Mm-hmm. I think I would speak better if I were drunk. Uh, according to the National UFO Reporting Center, yes, oh, there is one. Okay, 
There were over 4,881 reported sightings in the United States in 2017 alone. Reported. Oh my god! And they, it's assumed that many people don't report it because they feel stupid. Yeah, and silly. Also, I'd never heard about that. Me neither. How do we call before. and report it? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know. Uh, so. Today, I'm taking us to Sedona, Arizona. Oh, God. Sedona, Arizona. So many, so many um, aliens. So many great things there. Vortex after vortex mm-hmm. after vortex after vortex. Soup spiritual. Have I been there? No, I'm not, I've not been there, but my crystal bracelet is from that's Sedona. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. It was charged in the vortexes there, so that's why I bought it. I'm a fucking sucker. And uh, I've always really wanted to go. It's supposed to be very spiritual. But it is a very interesting land, apparently, and there are a ton of vortexes there. So uh, it makes sense that it is, it is one of America's most popular destinations for spotting UFOs. So there's nightly tours that go out with visitors equipped with night vision glasses, binoculars, and telescopes. And the amount of activity recorded is staggering, including reported sightings of orbs, portals, aliens and even bigfoots all within the high desert bigfeet <laughs> oh no it says bigfoots <laughs> but I, bigfoots. I would call it bigfeet i think it's probably bigfeet big big it should be bigfoots i saw some bigfeet last night mm. oh multiple bigfoots a flock a flock of bigfoots <laughs> <laughs> yeah a gaggle of bigfoots mm-hmm. oh now it just sounds weird mm-hmm. bigfeet a gang a gang of bigfoots mm-hmm. we with a bigfoot gang get out of our <laughs> turf <laughs> How much jerky were they eating? <laughs> Do aliens eat jerky? Oh, they have that alien jerky place on the way back from Vegas. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's like the one landmark because it's just desert for yeah, so long. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's the alien. Uh, okay, so here we go. In brief. Ooh. Here we're going to. I missed the big part. You missed the big feet part? We're going to the big feet. uh, The mysterious Bradshaw Ranch in Sedona, Arizona. Okay. All right. Here we are. Uh, So in brief, uh, this ranch is located currently deep within the National Forest. It's uh, it's reported to have been confiscated by the U.S. government because it housed one of the most powerful interdimensional portals on the planet. Visitors are not allowed in the National Forest at night, but several tour operators will take you there and that you stay until dusk according to accounts it's in the last hour of twilight when many of these phenomena take place there's even more outrageous reports of a top secret underground base at the ranch as well as an elaborate tunnel system possibly used by both extraterrestrials and the u.s military so that was my introduction to bradshaw ranch and i was like fuck Fuck. this this is ridiculous yeah that was way too much Mm -hmm. i'm out and then i did more research i got more in depth Uh and i'm like Wait a minute. I think I buy it. Oh. So. Back in your conspiracy conga. I, I went back into that conga, <laughs> baby. Um, okay, so here's the history of the ranch. It started out pretty innocently. This man named Bob Bradshaw, he was a Hollywood stuntman. Uh, he purchased the ranch um, in 1960. It was 140 acres. And... Um, and nothing quite unusual was happening there for a while. He rented it out for to a lot of productions, and Elvis even shot a movie on the ranch. Like a, a, it just became this go-to place for if you need this backdrop in the setting, this right. is where you're, you're filming it. So he was making some good money and stuff, and um, uh, he shot. Uh, they shot 28 Hollywood movies there. So in the 90s, he was done with that. He was aging, and they were finished. They just turned it into a functioning, proper ranch. And that is when the unusual activity began popping up, hmm. which is weird, right? Yeah. Like, why did it wait 30 years? Why did it wait for the cameras to stop rolling, perhaps? Ooh. You know? Or maybe he just didn't notice it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. After all the glitz and glamour and the lights are yeah. done, like, then they were both, like, him and his wife were like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. We thought that was just Hollywood special effects right? this whole time. No, there's a bunch of fucking UFOs in our property. Um, so Bradshaw's wife, Linda, began to catalog strange things she'd encounter, which at first were mainly strange lights in the sky. But things escalated very quickly. Linda believed that the ranch contained what she referred to as a light portal, and it would allow beings from other dimensions to travel to and from theirs. In 1995, Linda, along with UFO researcher Tom Dongo, Donjo, mm. <laughs> Dongo, mm-hmm. compiled their thoughts and findings on the on the subject in a book called "Merging Dimensions: The Opening Portals of Sedona." So I was like, Linda, 
You cray, girl. You haven't been drinking the cool uh-huh. aid. Uh-huh. You are like, oh, shit, we're not making money off of Hollywood anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start making up some shit. Um, I've learned a few things about writing. So I've been being very open because I wasn't sure if you believed Linda or not because uh, I was calling bullshit. I think Linda was, like, really reaching. Okay. I think she was really, like, she's she, – I, I think I think Linda was, like, freaking out. She's like, Bob, no, we got to keep, like, renting this out to Hollywood to mm-hmm. make money. He's like, Linda, no, we're going to get some cows and sheep. We're going to make this a real ranch. And she's uh, like, ah, fuck. It's like Green Acres. Yes. Yeah. Just give me that city life, uh-huh. baby. Uh, totally. Darling, I love you. Just give, me, give Park me Avenue. <laughs> interdimensional travel. <laughs> so this is one of Linda's memories. Okay. That's yes. one of her memories. Okay. Terrifying. Uh, from the ranch. It was – so there was a late-night encounter with beings that she believed were aliens. She claims to have been rattled out of her bed by her son at 2.45 a.m. And uh, she – wait, what? Oh, yeah. Okay. So her son wakes her up at 2.45. She sits up out of bed and she sees her son, but then she also sees four aliens and they're short in height and they're wearing what she described as a tight-fitting tan one-piece uniforms. Oh, cute. I'm like, bitch, they were just naked probably then, oh, right? I don't maybe. know. It's weird. Cute. Very cute. <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> Hello. Uh, these beans were walking back and forth right outside uh, of the window. Linda waited until she felt it was safe. Then she grabbed her son and made a run for their car to flee the area in fear. Uh, where was Bob, where was her Bob? husband? Bob. Bob's like, God damn. Linda? <laughs> Linda? Son? Ah, <laughs> uh, they saw the aliens again. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so that's weird. To add to the already baffling chain of events set off at the Bradshaw Ranch, Linda also claims, God damn it, Linda, to have also seen a five-foot lizard-like dinosaur standing upright in the dirt. The creature would later make itself known only by leaving behind noticeable footprints. Big feet? Big feet. <laughs> so the, I'm just going to let y'all know, like, don't tune out yet. There is something that happens in the end that actually made me feel like okay, okay. maybe this wasn't okay. as made up as we thought. Um, okay. So Linda got into the habit of using her 35 millimeter camera to snap photos around the ranch in hopes that they would pick up things that naked eye couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what we do for ghosts, yeah. you know? Um, after taking photos uh, to get developed – Uh, God, remember those days? You had to develop photos? Yeah. Uh, She noticed a multitude of strange things, including orbs of light and what looked to be like aliens, UFOs, and Bigfoot-esque creatures that she called Big Girl. She named a Bigfoot Big Girl. I know, girl. It gets... (laughs) Linda. Linda. Maybe get a job. (laughs) She... She just couldn't. She needed to live in that fantasy Hollywood yeah. world. Oh, poor Linda. Throughout the course of these troubling events, the majority of the animals on the ranch, mostly dogs and horses, fell ill with maladies that the local vets were unable to explain. Don't like that. I don't like that. Okay. Now things are getting creepy. Things are getting a little creepy. Right? I'm sorry, Linda. Right? They, they can't make that up. The mm-hmm. dogs and horses are like, fuck. Yeah. After years of property tax hike and the government's pressing interest in the property, the ranch became another parcel of federal land acquired by the U.S. Forest Service. In May of 2003, the Bradshaws had to vacate the property. So basically, like, the government was like, you know what? Just on your land alone, we're going to tax – we're going to, like, really tax the shit out of you more and more and more. Yeah. And and we also want to buy it. So you can't afford it anymore because of the taxes yeah. and we'll take it. I mean, it's like what they do when it's like, you know, what do they call it? Easement laws or something? Like when they want to mm-hmm. build a highway. Right. And there's yeah. like a house right in the middle. Like they have the right to buy you out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like and there's nothing you can do about it really. Sucks. That's so sad. I mean, yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. They were definitely trying to drive them out. But like why? Why was the government like – No, that's what mm-hmm. I'm interested in too. Mm-hmm. I mean if it's the only place in this entire national forest, like I get that. I get wanting to be like – it complicates things to have like a private residence, but also maybe they wanted a big girl of their own. Yeah, they wanted the big girl. Yeah, and that lizard, that yeah. lizard thing. Uh, so here's conspiracy theorists. Obviously, were very quick uh, mm-hmm. to insinuate that the ranch was really purchased in order to conceal the powerful interdimensional portal that allegedly existed on the property, like the Rainbow Bridge, right? <laughs> that Marvel thing. There's a Rainbow Bridge. 
Yeah, I don't like Marvel movies, so I don't really remember it. Oh, but I don't really. It's see. in Thor. Oh, I've they never use seen it to it. travel interdimensionally. Oh, it's like fun! It's a big rainbow road. Oh, that's fun. It's cute. That's cute. It's prideful. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, so okay, so others speculate that it was a tactical maneuver to conceal oh. a top secret military base and an even larger extraterrestrial cover up. Mm. There have been rumors for decades of the existence of a top secret underground base and an elaborate tunnel system, which some suggest is used. Oh, I already said that by the by extraterrestrials in the mm-hmm. U.S. military. Uh, they vary in location. Some believe that um, there are entrances at a large cement plant in Jerome, Arizona, which I've been to. It's really fucking haunted there. Really? Yes, I've been to Jerome, Arizona. It's it's like an old mining like play, town. Uh-huh. It's really tiny. It's known for copper. And so you could buy like really cool Moscow mule mugs there. Oh, and I went with Ithamar and his family because they live in Phoenix. And it was awesome. I loved it. But it attracts a lot of tourists because it's crazy fucking haunted. Yeah. And it's also just adorable and, and very cute, old timey. Adorable little mining ghosts. Um, so I was like, you know what? There's a bunch of vortexes in Verome too. Verome. Jerome. (laughs) Jerome. I didn't even drink the Mm -hmm. fucking drink. Uh, I am so actively trying to be like, I'm paying attention. (laughs) I didn't chug that thing. You did. And I like want to vomit for you. The best part about my drink is that there's no more of it. There's no more. And you, I'm not letting you touch mine. I won't let you. I love you too much. Um, So they think that there's these like tunnels that go from Jerome to Sedona Mm -hmm. um, to the, from this ranch to the cement plant in Jerome. I believe it. uh, Numerous reports of hikers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So a lot of hikers have reported um, that when they were hiking around the National Forest, when they get, like, to the ranch and they get a little too curious, they're threatened by heavily armed soldiers that have no visible insignias on their uniforms. No. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. And multiple people have reported this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today, the Bradshaw Ranch is set to remain an enigma. The likelihood that any serious investigation can take place is slim because these guys are like, fuck, get out of here. The U.S. Forest Service maintains a strict no trespassing policy in order to, quote, protect the historic and anthropological landmarks on the land. Okay, if there's such historical landmarks. Yeah. Oh, well, why did they let Bradshaw purchase the ranch in the 60s then if there's yeah. such historical landmarks and anthropological findings? Uh-huh. It's very interesting. It's very – so here's the thing. The lizard people and all that shit, I don't know about that. Yeah. I really don't know about that. But um, Bigfoot, I'm not quite sure either. I definitely feel like the government probably was like, oh, fuck. We – no, no, we're mm-hmm. taking this from you and no one can visit it anymore because we yeah. need to do more research and probably built a base underneath it. But after they confiscated it, because mm-hmm. if it was already there, they wouldn't have let him buy it to begin with. I wonder, I wonder if like they just have like feelers out for, you know, if somebody says something and they know for a fact that this is a real thing. So like maybe somebody is a crazy person who's talking about giant lizard people all the time. Yeah. But like maybe one of the things that she said, they're like, oop, ding, 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 ding. Yes. Oh my God. That might be it. Mm-hmm. Linda, Linda, you did it. You cracked that's it. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's the Bradshaw Ranch in Sedona. I want to go to Sedona so badly. Is it like – what kind of forest is it? Do you know? Is it like a deserty – like a Joshua it's tree? It's got to be like a Joshua tree because mm-hmm. it's it's the, it's the Arizona. Yeah. You know, like Arizona has just like all that – those like red rocks and I think desert. so. Do they have any like mountains in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, they do, but it's like rock mountains. Okay. It's not like Christmas tree – Right, right, right. Like, there's no forests. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to Phoenix this week. Mm -hmm. By the time this has dropped, I will have already come home. But Via um, a vortex. Via a special special. I wish I was going to Sedona, though. Yeah. I do. But, yeah, so my mom's been, and all the pictures she showed me was just rocks. Because Sedona's, like, full of, like, spas, right? Oh, yeah, baby. And, like, super, super spiritual. Mm -hmm. Lots of people go just to, like, go to the vortexes. Mm -hmm. And I've never – 
so I, I went to a vortex in Arizona as well. Why Arizona for all these vortexes? I went to the one in, okay, the Canyon Ranch Resort and Spa in Tucson. And there are two vortexes on the property. So I did bring my my crystals and Mm -hmm. I charged them at the vortex and just sat there for a moment. And I was like... I don't really feel any yeah. anything, but it's interesting because in the vortexes, the trees all grow twisted. Yeah. The trunks, the branches, they're all I twisty. And they say it is because the energy is mm-hmm. a fucking vortex, like yeah. swirling of swirling with energy. And so the plants that grow, they're all twisted up. Yeah. It's really cool. It's super cool. So you believe in aliens? I guess. Do you? I do. Yeah. I there is no way in hell we are the only Thank intelligent you. beings on earth. How Thank narcissistic of us, yeah. of course, of humans yeah. would think that. There's no way. I don't know. There's not nine planets either. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Tammy, I know. Oh, no. Can oh, you believe it? I wish I had a drink. Okay, let's don't go. Don't even no. think about this one. But, like, come on. There's Space is so freaking vet. There's no way we're going to know. There's no way. So you think... I bet there's so many different planets out there. So you think there's more? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you know there are more, right? Yeah. Okay. More than nine? Yeah. Well, but well that's nine's what we learned in school. Well, okay. That's our solar system, though. Oh, I'm confused. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, great. I'm nine really planets- glad we got to the bottom of that. Okay, so nine planets in our solar system. Yeah. But like... Because of our sun, there are nine planets that go around our sun, but there are you know trillions of stars, so there's more oh, planets around those. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. So I did not invent the fact that there's more than nine planets. Unfortunately, no, you God did damn not. It. <laughs> but you know what? I thought this was going to be a scientific groundbreaking podcast Here today. In this, in this room, we've got proof. We've got proof. We've got it recorded. I invented that idea uh-huh. that there are more than nine planets. Uh-huh. Uh, I do. I do believe in aliens. I feel like um, you know, recently, like very recently, there's been. Uh, pilots, like commercial yes. pilots, who have and reported that they're like, and guess where they were flying? It was in Arizona. Oh my gosh! It was like an American Airlines pilot. They called some something in and uh, was like, "Hey, yeah, there's something." Oh, it's 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 transcribed and it's really fascinating. Did you see the video from the actual like U.S. military fighter jets? Yes, I did. So I'm pretty convinced that they're easing us into this. I, I think that the government absolutely knows that there's aliens of and course. that they are like soft. Oh yeah. Soft presenting. Yes, cuz this is not the first time obviously and not the first time it's been on video, but now they're like releasing but, it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. released it and they literally were like, "Yep, we don't know what this is." Mm-hmm. And it wasn't nobody came up with like a don't look over here. You don't need to know this. Like it was literally, "Yep, this this was very mysterious. We have no idea what this could be." I think you're right. And I think NASA did something recently too where they were like, "Shit." Is this an alien? We don't know. Yeah. You're right. They're totally soft. I do. I like think soft pitching uh-huh. this to us so that we accept it a little Getting bit. Getting us ready. Mm-hmm. I feel like that recording that they released was like maybe a military plane like reporting something. Yeah. And then and then a pilot, like an, a commercial pilot on American was contacted and was like, they were like, hey, when you, you're about to fly over the same area where this pilot just reported yeah. something, will you let us know? And he's like, sure, whatever. And then like. Ten minutes later, he phones it in. And he's like, uh. "Yep, there is something flying above us, and I can't figure out what it is." You know, um, that's crazy. I uh, there's an episode of uh, Unsolved Mysteries that has <gasps> one of those where it was a commercial pilot, oh. and they saw stuff outside. Oh, oh that's what I should have done. Oh. I should have watched some old Unsolved Mysteries. They have good alien stories on there. Ooh, do they really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh, my God. You know that episode of The Twilight Zone where that monster is on the wing of the plane? There's something on the wing. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. so scary. Yeah. Um, that's what that makes me think of because I'm like, how come the pilots get to see it all but the passengers never see? Yeah. But maybe. And nobody believes them. Yeah. Nobody would believe the passengers. They would believe the pilot, though. Mm-hmm. They would believe the pilot. You know what? It's because our society is set up in a patriarchal system and we believe people in authority. You're right. You're absolutely correct. We trust doctors. Yep. But we don't trust Linda. But we don't trust Linda. I apologize Linda. to Linda. She may be right. She may be crazy. Oh, but she just may be the lunatic we're <laughs> looking for. It's Billy Joel, everybody. Oh, my God. Uh, did but I do both Elton and Elton Billy Joel and today? Billy, yeah. It's a, it's a face-to-face 
80s rock off. It really is. Today, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Scenes from an Italian <laughs> restaurant. UFO. Yeah. <laughs> Scenes from an alien jerky. Scenes Scenes from a bad bottle of margarita mix. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's um. the worst. Um I should have, you know what? I'll tell you what. Well, uh if I'm able to get a hold of my dad, I will get him to tell us an alien story. Oh, my God. I, I don't, don't know it. if he has, like, a personal encounter. Oh, wait. I do. You have a personal alien encounter? Yeah. Not Timmy, really. But why are you busting this out now? <laughs> we got a little time. It's Okay. I don't know if I believe it, but I do kind of believe it. Okay. This happened to me. Okay. When I was young. Okay. So I was at the <laughs> – like, how I forgot about it until just now. I love that we've decided on this episode a week ago. We've done our research. We've been talking about it for an hour. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I did actually have an alien encounter. <laughs> I mean, because it wasn't that big of a deal. Now like, that you so... mentioned this. Okay. But I know what I saw, all right? Okay. What did you say? Okay. Okay. I'm mad at myself. Um, okay. So I was in like, I want to say fourth grade. I'll land on fourth grade. Okay. It's definitely elementary school. And uh, our class did a lock-in at the zoo. Oh! Which was so fucking cool. Wow. So I when I, I grew up in Fort Worth, and the Fort Worth Zoo is, like, one of the best zoos in the nation. Like, it's, you know, very highly regarded. Um, and so I've done lock-ins at the zoo. I went to zoo school over the summer. Zoo um, school? Yeah, it was really cool. It was like summer camp, and you'd learn stuff. And then they they love to do those lock-ins, which is actually really cool because they have this facility where you can go and you can sleep. Um, but then uh, because – okay. These noises are – The noises are scary, and it sounded like growling, and I was talking about zoo school. It did. It did. But it, it was the people that are out there. Okay. So – They just love to growl. They would uh, – yeah. So you do these lock-ins, and then because you're there at night, you get to go out and see, like, the nocturnal animals, you know, that you don't always get to see at the zoo. So we got to go out, and we got to see the wolves, and the wolves were just, like, running around like crazy, and – that is so cool. Right? So that's what we were doing. We were getting ready to do this lock-in. So we were out at night and we were walking around to see some, you know, and it was, you know, a large group of us. And I remember I was there with my friend and then this boy that I thought was really cute and his name was Carlos. And I don't remember his last name, but I think we dated. Oh, I had fourth grade romance. When I was little, yeah. Saucy. We dated because we went to church together one time. So, Ooh. <laughs> he took me. He took me to mass one time. No big deal. Um, he took you to mass. <laughs> that was your date. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god, you Texans! I know. So, uh, so we went. So we were there, and I distinctly remember looking up, and I didn't trust it because of what it looked like. Okay. It looked like a stereotypical flying saucer. Like, it was, it was, like, black, and it had, like, blue lights on it. But it was also very close. Like, it was super close. Did any anyone else see it? Yeah, Carlos saw it. So, like, literally, I remember being like, what is that? And then he looked and was like, what is that? Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't know. And I remember my friend, my third friend also, we were all just like, what is going on? And we were like, oh. And then but we were like walking in the group. And, you know, you're like, oh, what is that? Oh, you see it? And, oh, I don't see it. I see it. The three of us definitely saw it. And then we like walked around uh, like a tree. And I remember I saw it again. And I will never forget because he was taller than me. It's so, like I have this vision of like looking up at him, you know, and him going, what in the hell is going on? Carlos, I thought you were a yeah, church boy. Because we were, we were in fourth grade, so that was like a big – That's I was a like, big. He means it. Oh. And then like by the time I – so I definitely saw – I saw it twice. You know what I mean? Like I saw it. I walked around the tree. I saw it again. But then it was gone and I didn't see it anymore. Yo. But even I like at that time was like, but that can't be real because it looks so – Stereotypical. Yes. Like what we see in cartoons and like yes. movies. Yeah, I was yeah. like – is this like a prop from something? Like what the fuck? But it was like it was pretty stationary. But like the lights were definitely like, like you know, lighting up, and you know what I mean. Oh my god! I mean, it's Texas. There's and don't aliens like like animals? I, I feel like I don't know. They're just into that. Sure, sure. <laughs> Why not? Oh my god! But it was like dusk. You know, like you def- my research said dusk is when yeah. all the activity would happen. Yeah. 
Because I remember it was like mostly dark, but there was a little sun in the sky. And like, I do have like a distinct picture of this thing in my head. My God. And definitely three of us saw it. So, I mean, we were three fourth graders. So who knows? And what I mostly remember is that the boy I liked swore. So. I mean, you were so hot for him at that point. I was Your little like, fourth grade. You're like, mm, we're going to get Carlos. married. Carlos swore, but then he also was taking me to church. Mrs. Carlos. Mrs. Car- Carlos, get- if you're listening uh-huh. and you're out there, you need to write to Upcoast uh-huh. and Personal at gmail.com and let us know about this and story. remind me if you remember i wonder if i could find him on facebook yeah remind us of your last name as well yeah i feel yeah. like i could figure it out i know i am friends with enough people like i could call anna anna probably remembers she that. will yeah she would know who he was yeah that's you just did us our up goes in person because we don't have accident. one for this it perfect. i felt bad because i was gonna come up with a haunter hoax and then uh i did not it was it was gonna be ancient aliens based and then i ran out of time this morning oh well, guess what? We just opened a whole new door for topics now. We did. If we want. Uh-huh. Um, it was weird. It was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. I will learn more about aliens. I'd be very interested. I know. You we guys. Should, we should do some more paranormal. Like, why not? Let's do some big feet or something. Big feet, big foots. Mm-hmm. A gaggle of foots yep. that are big. Dinosaur people, lizard people. Mm-hmm. Let's, just, let's just get out there because I was like, you know, paranormal is pretty broad. Yeah. You know, we prefer the ghosts because that's our wheelhouse yeah. and our own experiences. But I obviously immediately forget my alien encounters, so... <laughs> Because, but we'll never forget a ghost encounter, yeah. right? Because it's like less scary aliens. Maybe? I don't know. Or That's we're weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, follow us on Instagram where you can see the picture from the Nuremberg aliens. That'll be amazing. I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, follow us regardless, and um, if you listen to this podcast, you should follow because we post, you know, photos that go along with the episode, so you know what the hell we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we're funny. And um, up goes and personal at gmail.com If you have any of your own stories about aliens or yeah, ghosts. Yeah, we'll take alien stories. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Were you abducted? Are you an alien? Mm-hmm. Were you at Nuremberg? Carlos, do you remember me? Are you single? <laughs> Carlos, what is your last name? <laughs> um, and yeah, well, Tammy, Yeah, if you see a UFO... Uh, paste on your own Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten that we talked about that in this episode. <laughs> I reminded myself when I said Nuremberg. I went Kate- Nuremberg, Kate Winslet's Bush. That's exactly what, <laughs> what happened in my head. Oh, well, Amy, um, I know oh what I would do, God. but Amy, if you see a UFO, um, uh, uh, put on your flesh colored onesie, get out there and join the party. Hell yeah. yeah. Chug, chug, chug. I am chug, not chug. drinking this. I am not Fair enough. Okay. drinking this. All right. I love you. Um, I love you. Thank you for not making me. You're welcome. Pretend I made, pretend that I drank. It, oh, she drank it all, you oh guys. Oh, my God. I'm so drunk. She's shooting up the place. We got to oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.